Hello, you're listening to the Hammersley Brothers e-commerce podcast. If some of our discussions and tips are working for you, why don't you grab a 15-minute call with us at ecommercecall.com. We'll see whether we can help scale your e-commerce business. We will quickly see if we're a fit or whether we can recommend someone else to get you where you need to go. The worst case is you'll have a fun 15-minute chat and regardless, you'll come away understanding a lot more about your business. Book a call at ecommercecall.com. Hello and welcome to the Hammersley Brothers e-commerce podcast. This week, Ian and I are diving into live chat and sales by conversation. This is an important aspect of e-commerce site that I think is not used enough. And in the show notes, I recently did some training and you can grab a copy of that if you want. So let's get started. Good morning, Ian. How are you? Hello, Mark. Good morning. The very enthusiastic countdown that you just gave. Sunny Abbasok. (laughs) Yes, no one gets no one gets to hear my countdown. I do the the, the Wayne's World countdown where they do. You don't say the last three numbers. Yeah, you get very excited when you're doing the countdown, and then and then when you actually speak, you know this is boring, monotonous, characterless voice that comes out. Five, four, three, two, one. Hiya. <laughs> right. Um, What's the podcast yeah. on? Well, we're going to do, we're going to talk live about live chat uh, and st- conversation. Live starters. chat, sales by because, chat. Well, yeah, sales. well, because, and actually I'll, I'll kick it off there because you, you, you call this sales by chat and I yeah. think that's the wrong title because it, it's very alien to a lot of e-commerce business owners. And actually, um, in, all, in all the over, you know, the 20 years that I've been working in e-commerce, sales by chat isn't something that I've ever come across in the, in the day-to-day conversations. And Do they call it something you know, else? Basically calling it, we, what we're calling it, you've, you've got live chat, you've got sales by conversation, which is – because it's, so it's not relevant because you know, I was thinking you know, when we said what podcast we're going to do this week I was thinking well I'm not really sure you know I, I, I know we've actually talked about this on the podcast before and I've said the same thing um, but there are certain like I think certain e-commerce businesses where you have to engage in a conversation before you get the sale you know and, you, you know, yeah. and, and those tend to, those businesses tend to be Business, you know, where you've got a high average order value. So, you know, if it's like, you know, anything over, I don't know, three, four hundred pounds, or it's a product that they've, you know, a brand that they've never heard of, they don't know who you are, you know, or it's well, something that you, they, they need a lot of, dis, they have a lot of decision making, you know, that they're not aware of, I, what, the, of what the product they need, what, which, which product they need. Not sure if it's as clear cut as that. I think sometimes sites, you, you, you said that they have to have a conversation. I think that you don't necessarily have to have a conversation. You're selling things for five hundred dollars, mm. five hundred pounds. You know, it, it becomes more important to to flush out the people who are undecided, so you can have conversations. So there's, uh, you've got to think about where those conversations well, are happening. Well, it aids so, the conversion, doesn't it? Because if the conversation, yeah. if you know. I think, and I think the biggest example here, just to, to hit this early on, is you know if you go into a physical shop on the high street, you know they all have sales staff in the shop. 
you know, say, you know, shop assistants, mm. don't they? And and some, you know, depending on what the shop is, they'll have, you know, shop assistants. You know, either a, like a you know a jewelry business, they'll have people there advising you about what jewelry or a fashion business, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, there's always somebody in the store to help them, and you know, there's this weird feeling for e-commerce businesses where they they think, oh, I haven't got time to do live chat. You know, and you're like, well, hang on well, a I minute, think- that's like. No, but that, that's like having a shop with no staff in it. That's like that's like you know putting um you know a self serve checkout like at Tesco in your beautiful you know jewelry business or your you know wonderful dress shop. You know you just wouldn't do it. Like what you know why why do you think so many e commerce business is you know think they've not got time for live chat? You know and it's like it's almost like. We don't want to possibly talk to the customer. I think it's because they think they're going to get the sale anyway, or they think that it's a waste of their time. You know, why do, I why think, do you think that it is? you see it? Yeah, you see it a lot. Now, well, as you said, the physical the physical stores who, who have staff, and I'm wondering whether like, some of those staff uh, businesses have staff for other reasons. First of all, theft. If there was nobody in the shop and it was just like an honesty box, people would probably they'd probably get a lot more theft. Mm. So there's they have to have staff to operate the till. But like if if there was you know which business you got to think about which businesses would have staff in a physical store and which ones wouldn't. And like a like like Amazon's done it with Whole Foods in with Amazon Go, haven't they? Where you can walk in and you can check out without speaking to anybody and all that kind of stuff. They don't have a you know it's auto checkout. Um, so those kind of stores probably wouldn't have uh, live chat. Although in a supermarket, occasionally you need to ask somebody where something is, and you know they, those are very valuable people. And it's annoying if you can't. So I think I think that certain certain stores would have more staff. Physical stores would have more staff than others, and it would depend on yeah. the product and obviously the well, the, think, the margin think, on it. And, I think and the, the classic the, example was when we did a lot of work with the art gallery. And we've worked with a couple of art type mm. products where, you know, you say, okay, describe the experience. They, they had a physical art gallery. Um, and they said, right, describe the experience of, of how, you know, what happens when a customer comes into the art gallery. And they said, oh, well, we, we always we always start a conversation with them. You know, we always go over and say, hey, would you yeah. like a cup of coffee? And, you know, they get and they make them a really nice coffee, mm. you know, like a really nice cappuccino. And they, they start they start talking to them. And um, you know, asking questions, and then and then they said, if you know, if we were having lunch, you know, all the staff always have lunch in the art gallery with a big, long, big bench, and we invite any customers who come in to have lunch with us. And said, wow, that's interesting. Yeah, and we do it because we start a conversation, and when we start a conversation with them, you know, they, you know, we're far more likely to find out what they want and what they're looking for, and we end up um, you know, m- making a sale, you know, more often than not. Because we're starting a conversation, and so, you know, and that became then the whole strategy online was was how we can well, a get their email address to start a conversation. But that's that was the deal. It wasn't yeah. hey, we're going to sell them a piece of artwork for five thousand pounds without, you know, talking to them. It was we have you know we have to we have to get mm-hmm. to know them first, and that that was yeah, you know, that was the whole strategy, wasn't it? Yeah, and that was the starting conversation, and that's where it was. Obviously, high average order value, decent margins. You know, people are spending a lot of money. It obviously makes sense to talk. I think that what I'd like to talk about is where is live chat because everybody knows what live chat is. Yeah, and live chat on a website. And I, I think that 
live chat is one of the biggest opportunities in e-commerce. You still see people doing it badly. And um, there's still a perception in the, in, the, in the consumer's mind that they click on live chat and there's going to be no one there or it's going to be a bot or it's not responsive. And I think that if someone does it well and is responsive, then you can do really well. Even, even for like low um, average order value products. I mean, you, you look at the demo store that we've done, Spedding, it's, um, it's, it's low average order value really. Um, we put live chat on it straight away. And the reason we put live chat on it straight away is because partly because we wanted to talk to customers because we wanted to flush out all the well, things that were yeah, wrong with the website we, we knew that we, we wouldn't a, be able to see. We need a continual mechanism to collect information to help the help the buyers buy more. You know, what the friction points were, what they were anxious yeah. about. Yeah. And that, that actually led to the continual yeah, development and we found out, of it. Yeah. And we found out lots and lots of... Um, Lots and lots of information from that, such as, you know, that our coupon wasn't working on certain pages, that our, um, you know, the, the bed sheets, deep fitted sheets weren't, uh, we weren't d- displaying that in the right order. Like loads of information came from that. And, you know, then I kind of thought, well, um, interestingly enough, this week, uh, because the, 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 the pick and packers and the live chat team are on holiday, we're actually not got live chat on. And it's going to be interesting to see the difference in conversion rate. And I think once we go back to having live chat, I think I'm going to split test whether live chat or not live chat to see the difference that it makes. Because I, I, I feel from an emotional level that, that live chat is, is really powerful and is driving conversion, but maybe, you know, but how much? Well, um, I think and you, then you can get a quantifiable. You can, when you look in Google Analytics, you can often see the, the, the visitors who have used live chat and they can see the conversion rate, and, they, and they're normally converting at three times higher normal conversion rate. Yeah, but they are. I yeah. mean, obviously, people who are starting a live chat are a lot more engaged than yeah, someone who bounces. They they're into the site and they're asking. So you, you've got to take that into consideration. Some live chats don't end up showing in Google Analytics. The one that you're you've seen is Zopin. Zopin yeah. does show by default. I don't think Tidio does because I can't see that, and that's what we're using. Um, so it's. It, but it is interesting. I think that probably the, like the lowest hanging fruit, the absolute essential, is having live chat on the basket and the checkout. I mean, that, that's a no-brainer. If someone's on that page and they're about to buy and they want to ask something, you know, why, wouldn't you, why wouldn't you have a conversation so, with them? So on the demo store, I mean, that makes sense, doesn't it? You know, and, and, yeah. and on the basket page, you know, they, they really should have, you know, they've got last-minute anxieties and a little bit more reassurance. <laughs> You know, it makes sense to focus on the people that are, you know, almost buyers. You know, by definition of yeah. them being in the basket, they've almost clicked proceed to checkout. So it makes sense to focus your time on them. But what kind of what kind of questions are we getting on the demo store? You know, how how many, for example, in a typical day, week, and as a percentage of traffic, and how and what sort of questions were we getting? Um well, I mean, it, it probably it's let me let me kind of give it this way because this is what I know off the top of my head. We're roughly spending around a thousand pound a day on Google Ads, and we're roughly getting around thirty live chats a day um, on, on Tidio. Um, probably would get more if we had it twenty four seven, you know, twenty four hours a day. So that's the kind of rough. But what's interesting about the questions is 
is that we get a lot of questions that it's actually quite obvious on the store. Um, for example, that people will ask things like, what's in a set? And it's like, it, it's on the picture and it's on the page. But people, for whatever reason, they want to ask the question because they're unsure about it and they want to hear it from somebody. And there's always going to be those customers that even though it's right in front of them, they want to make, mm. they want to double check. Um, you know, they'll say, you say it's in stock, but is it actually in stock? Or um, how deep are your deep fitted sheets? It's like, well, it's still say there on the size guide. I know it's a little bit small, but it, it is there if you look. Or, you know, can I return this even though you've got the returns policy right there on the page? There's, there's just those customers who are more anxious about buying from a new person. Like we got questions like, are you a real company? You know, things like that. They just want to check mm. out that, 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 So they're you know, looking for, so they're looking for reassurances, aren't they? I mean, this, this, yeah. this, you know, helps, well, it reinforces the fact that if you want people to see something, you got to put it in the place that they're looking, you know, cause mm. I, I always think, you know, we've always said, well, people who are buying in e-commerce, um, most of the time, you know, the customers might be on their mobile phone, they might be looking at it in the evening, they might have had two gin and tonics, lying on the lying on the sofa, looking at the phone, and like the, the, the half the attention is on Netflix, half the attention is, you know, on your gin and tonic, and, you, you know, you, you, you're half there, you know? Mm. And so if you want people to see something, you've got to you've got to repeat it over and over and over again and put it where they're looking. So on the product page, You've got to put it, you know, in the images. You've got to put it near the price and the add to basket button. You know, that's that's where yeah. the messaging has to go. So if you, so if a big, big part of your e-commerce business is they're really anxious about the returns policy, you know, if that like fashion, they're really anxious about the returns policy because obviously sizing is a big, big deal. So you've got you've got to have mm. sizing in a returns policy, size guide and returns policy right there on the near the add to basket button. And if it isn't there, if it's hidden down below the fold, you know, it, it, or even if it's only in the header, you know, and you think that's you know they've it's gone, they've missed it. So you have to repeat yeah, it over and, over and over again. Yeah. And that's the beauty of live chats because you hear the things over and over again. And gradually, as you amplify it enough, you, don't, you stop hearing those questions. But the, the, there's another use for live chat. And I was looking at someone who sells Roman blinds and blinds yesterday. And it's quite complicated buying blinds because often people haven't done it before. And that they, you know, it's like it's a new thing to them. And they, they're ordering it online. And then they've got to, they've got to enter the measurements of it. And some of them have got to, you know, they're asking whether these are recessed or that's the size of the blind. And at each point of that, there's a little question mark that explains what it is. But if you had a live chat link right next to where people are going to get stuck, then you get more live chat and you get more sales because people are seeing the live chat button where they are stuck. Because you see Dell mm. do this a lot. Like Dell will put live chat mm. when you get, kind of get to the point where you've got to choose your, choose uh, your graphics card. And yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's like the, the layman doesn't know what process to get. And they go, well, I'm going to be using it for this. What should I have? And right there is a little live chat button, which, which starts the live chat. Yeah. They don't put it down the bottom right corner. Well, it is down by the right corner as well, but they don't expect people to kind of figure that out. It, and e-commerce you know, is very much like that. Really like you've got to give point. the resource. I yeah. remember, I remember looking at Dell um, for when we were looking at when we did a, a, a strat strat review, and yeah, they they really, and I think during COVID as well, a lot of the high street brands pushed the the sales agents, you know, where you could kind mm. of book a live 
call with the sales agents. And I think some of that's yeah. that's continued and they carry that mm-hmm. on. And so I, I think a lot of the, some of the bigger boys are really going into that, you know, that, that sales agent live chat in a much bigger way because they know it converts. They know it's obviously probably easier for them to staff than a physical store. So they're trying to well, really get if, as much if, as they can. If you, particularly for long-time customer value, if you know you've got a store that you're buying from, let's take a supplement store, right, that you buy quite a few times from, if you can know you can go onto that store and instantly get live chat support and there's always going to be someone there to talk to you, you're going to go back to that website if you've got a question because you're going to go, oh, I'll go back there. That was really easy. I didn't have to wait. There was someone right there and I could talk to them straight away and I can get my answer straight away. It's like, oh, just you know, doing this. This is what I want to get, blah, blah, blah. You know, whereas if you go to that store and you've got to kind of look yourself and, you know, you've got to find stuff and you've got questions and last time you were on live chat, it said it was live and then there was no one there. You know, you're building up a kind of like, oh, I won't try that again. Well, it's a so, perception of ease of use, isn't it? The perception is people mm. want to know, they, you know, they want the answers to, you know, immediately on the fingertips. You know, they don't want mm. to go and have to hunt around them to find your delivery policy or your returns policy or you know, if I, can I order it, can it, will it arrive by Saturday if I order it on Friday at one o'clock? Like, you know, they, they want to know instantly wherever they are, they want the information. So it, it's it's really interesting why there's a barrier to it. And, and I know it from our own e-commerce brands. You know, we thought, oh, we're not, we're not going to bother doing live chat. And that'll be later on when we've got time. But it's like your customers are mm. almost waving you know, 50 pound notes in your face and you're like, no, 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 no. I don't talk to customers. You know, and it's like, no, well, these yeah. are the almost buyers. <laughs> it's really odd, isn't it? It's really Well, I think, I think if, if you are starting out and you've not got many reviews and you've not got much credibility, live chat is, is super important because you, people can talk to someone and see someone's there and they know it's a real business. I mean, and if you you're get like- so much feedback, don't you? Yeah, you know, which yeah. you can then, you know, which obviously you then need to make sure that that's going in your roadmap. I mean, what would you say? Like, because loads of people will listen to this, and and I, myself included, you know, I'm I'm always quite skeptical of you know your your sales by chat live chat stuff. I'm being, you know, so I'm yeah. I'm just saying this is probably possibly what other people are thinking. But but the more and more we talk about it, the more we test it on our own brands, the more I I. I realize it's a no-brainer. The more you realize, well, you wouldn't have a shop on the high street with no staff in it to help people. So why should you have it online? But what would you say? Would you say people should test it? Can they just turn it on for a couple of weeks and just and just do oh, it? I'd, I'd be trying. I'd be trying live chat on the site and, and uh, buy it as a no-brainer. But the, the, I'd be going further as well. If you start seeing positive response from it, and then I'd be, you know, rather than just having a, a live chat sitting in the bottom corner, I might even. If I know that I want to engage in more customers and if I engage in more customers, I'm going to get more sales and maybe even higher average order value sales because I've talked to them. And maybe even I might take them and say, look, could I give you a call? You know, if I, I get them onto the live chat and say, look, could I give you a call because, you know, an mm. upsell. And maybe we've got something we're, we're selling. Like I might even ask them like a yes, no question at the bottom. That's kind of like, you know, well, the question is, are you, let's say the, the big anxiety is fit and I'm selling, um, you know, like prom dresses or something like that. Like, are you, are you, are you, you know, are, are you, are you worried about whether you are getting the right fit? Yes or no, you know? And then you say, yes, I am worried about the fit. Okay. Um, and then they think they're getting into maybe some kind of live chat bot situation where it's kind of flow, but actually they, they're right there with a live operator and then they're in a conversation. 
So it, mm. it, it, what you can't do is, you know, you come onto the website and then it kind of flashes up saying, Ian, Ian, hi, uh, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. You can't do that. People do not like people trying to come start conversations with them. But if you have yeah. a yes, no answer, when you they put can that actually in the right, start well, I think, the conversation. I think the, the best thing is when, like, Dal put it, put it in the right place where they knew people were going to get yeah. You know, a, yeah, a little bit confusing. And I think the other thing is quite, there's a little touch to that, is if you can rename it to, rather than saying live chat, if you can say talk to, you know, let's say you're selling lighting online, you know, outdoor lighting, you can say talk to our lighting experts, you know, have a yeah. question with our, your in-house lighting expert team. So you, you, yeah. you're making it, you know, again, and the perception is that people think people believe you're, you're specialising. Or you Are even, you even ask them a le- leading a question. Like when you're on the outdoor lighting, you know, like you say, are you buying this for um, a garage or a house or something like that? You know, you could ask the question in the, in the chat bot that everybody's, you know, everybody's thinking about in that category. And then they could say yes or no, garage. They could click garage or they think. And then you could maybe even say, if you're buying for a garage, you could have another like chatbot saying to you this. And then you say, would you like to talk to a real person? Which they're much more likely to do when they're into that chatbot flow because they're into it. They've they've engaged it themselves. They've made the decision to move forward. And then they go, well, actually, I'm a little bit confused. Now I'm getting into a conversation. So if you are selling something where there's a high average order value, there are techniques to start a conversation with people, which is is kind of like halfway between letting them click on live chat, which not everybody does. Only people who have problems click on live chat and halfway between actually kind of saying, hey, Ian, Ian, starting a conversation, which people don't like. So it's, it's kind of hybrid in the middle, which is starting with a leading question that's kind of like a yes, no answer at the bottom, which then can then get them into a conversation. Yeah. It's a bit like the websites where we see again i was looking at one yesterday um where site search was quite big site search was about four percent of traffic which isn't huge but it, you know considering it's hidden on the mobile site and the mobile site is is 75 percent of traffic and then the conversion rate went from about three percent to like 14 percent when site search was used so you can see that it's a really big engagement device and therefore if we bring out site search on the mobile site we should get an increase in conversion rate if you start seeing that live chat is a big conversion rate booster and you start seeing that on your site, then you can start leaning into it and you go, well, how can I get more people into this engagement channel? Because that's, that's going to help people convert. Mm. And so it, how would you, it's kind of leaning. How would you police yeah. it? Um, how would you run it then? You know, lots of e-commerce well, it depends on the store. really busy. Give me a, give me a store. Give me an example um, and then I'll. Well, what a real one. Well, just anything, just like a sample store, like selling something. Like maybe you could do the demo paint. store if that's what you want to talk well, about. Well, I mean, like, I know. I mean, paint. I was going to say the example of paint because I know yeah. the question people had when they were choosing the paint was, "Are you worried about how much how much paint you need?" You know, that was yeah. that was the question. Yeah. You know, they, they were worried about you know the the, the, the finish and the, and how many tins are needed. That was the question. Yeah. What I mean is. I don't. I mean, who physically could do this? Could the customer service yeah. teams are busy? The owners are busy. The marketing teams don't think it's their responsibility. So it typically gets lost. Like no one wants to do it. Well, and it yeah, would have to go to customer perfect. service, wouldn't it? But who? This is 
this is perfect for that. Um, and we, and we use we use uh, our team in the Philippines for this. And you know, our t- team in the Philippines, we employ people who have uh, who have IQs over 130 and that are are motivated and and are very good at English, and they're fantastic. Um, but obviously, we we pick people from the Philippines because it's less expensive than than hiring a UK person or a, a USA person to do it. it. So that we 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 would do. Philippines and in the Philippines we can have 24 hours chat teams to doing it and there's always a resistance to that when you tell someone who's never used a Philippine team or or an outsourced team they kind of go oh they'll never be able to understand our mm. uh, our business and I guess I was the same when I first started uh, with it but now like my 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 Philippine team um, is better probably as good if not better in some of the jobs that I employ people in the UK to do um and i've trained them up and they're fantastic they're absolutely fantastic people and they just work so hard and they're really passionate about the business so the idea that you can't take somebody in the philippines and to understand whatever you're doing um you know as long as you're giving them a long-term job and you're you're kind of committed to them and things like that 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 they could learn any live chat uh, situation and understand the business um probably to a better degree than than someone maybe in the, in the UK is doing it part time. So I think that that that's what that's what I would do. Mm. I would be recruiting, you know, a Philippine team to to manage live chat and get that first person really, you know, get a really good person first time and really, you know, spend time training them up on the answers and you know do a, a training call with them, saying, well, what? Let's have a look at the live chat you did and what answers you've been having and let's put the stock answers out there and see what you'd say in this situation. And, and like, if anything, like what I've trained my Philippine staff to do is way, way harder than, than doing live chat. Um, you know, like answering people's questions about knitting is is a lot easier than, um, most of the questions will be first time customer questions. You know, yeah. so it'll be like, well, what's your yeah. returns policy? And, uh, you know, will it, will it arrive on this time? Or what happens if I don't like it? You know, yeah. or is, you know, is this definitely in stock? And, the, you know, they're all the sort of general, you know, confidence reassurance questions, really. Yeah. And there's also like um, questions from people come on to the live chat and they go, I, I want a refund. You know, what's your refund policy? And you, you don't have to do the refund over live chat. You just, you just send them the link to the refund policy. You go here. If you want a refund, you go form. through this process, fill in this yeah. form. And that, you know, that, that's going to, they can certainly look up orders to see when they're coming and say, well, it's been dispatched or it hasn't dispatched or, you know, effectively, you know, that it, it, whenever there's a question that they can't answer, you just, you just tell them mm. what the process is, um, you know, because there's a lot of questions that come through. It's the same with having a Facebook group. If you have a Facebook group for an e-commerce site, people just rock on, rock up on there and um, start chasing their orders. And it's like, well, when you join the Facebook group, you say, this is not a support forum. If you want to do support, go to this these resource. And if anybody puts a support ticket on there, you delete it and message them and tell them to go to the right place. So it's it's having processes in place to manage things. So when they get a question that, that they shouldn't be answering, there's a process yeah. uh, for it. Um, I suppose and of course, you're, you're always going to get some the, customers who are very unreasonable, but that's well, the I world, isn't it? Well, I think you're saying in a way that – you know, by processing, well, putting a structure and a system in place to allow live chat to work, make you know, makes sense. You, know, you should, you should. This is how your business should operate, shouldn't it? You should be able to have yeah. a live chat team anywhere. 
who should be able to yeah. ask these questions. And I think you're saying that it's a fantastic feedback loop for e-commerce businesses to really understand what people's frictions are and the questions are, which means you can continually optimize the site based on what people actually want because you know they're asking the question. And secondly, it's a great reassurance, trust and credibility one, which ultimately is going to improve your conversion rate. And mm. at really at any stage in the business, which of course, you know, helps you scale it. So yeah. just go and try it, I think. Go and try it and let us know how you're getting on. You know, yeah. what's happened. Yeah. And and I think the other the other aspect of it is starting conversations in email. And you know, we use the the email on the abandoned basket to say, Oh, I just saw you looking at this. Do you have any questions? Hit reply. Like using message message based emails rather than HTML based emails coming directly from a real person to allow people to ask the questions. Mm. And that flushes we out found a lot of work. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's because if you think about somebody in their normal flow of things, they've got a question they haven't quite formulated yet on their website. They can't be bothered to go to the contact us page and hunt down the form and fill it out. They're kind of like, well, I'm just looking at it, blah, blah, blah. We've got their email address. And then as they're working through their emails, you can just say hit reply and they'll just hit reply and they'll send the, they'll send the question back. They want the question that they had that they couldn't be bothered to do because they couldn't be bothered to wait for live chat or they couldn't be bothered to go on the contact us page. But on the email, they'll just do it because it's part of their natural flow. You've basically opened up a portal for them to be able to just kind of go, yep, this was it, boom, and then you send the question. It's like, oh, I wasn't sure if it was going to get here before Friday. And you go, yeah, sure, we'll get here before Friday. And, and then you can get the sale. Uh, it, it, it's it's all about, particularly at the moment, it's all about getting as much revenue out of that traffic mm. as you can because, yeah. you know, it's, it's, well, it's think, things, okay, things think are changing. About like, think about it like this. You know, the average site, e-commerce site, converts, let's say, let's say 3.5%, okay? So yeah. you've got, you got 96.5% of people coming onto the site not buying. Yeah. Now, how many more the 96.5% would have bought or should have bought or should have or could have bought if they'd had a little yeah. bit more reassurance. So those almost buyers and that's the ones you try to flush yeah. out, you know, so could, could yeah. you know, obviously, you know, 96.5% of people are not going to buy. So you're not going to get the, you know, the first, you know, a lot of them are so, you know, always, this is normal, but you know, it's that, it's that net extra one or 2%. You know, that's yeah, three and a half to four up. and a half percent. You know, well, you know, I mean, obviously that's depending on how big your business is, but yeah, it's just, it's flushing out the people that you know the people that did everything that the buyers did except buy, and that we always used to say that's what emails for. You know, if you capture email address mm. and you put them all into these abandonment, you know, automated abandonment ones, the basket abandonment, it, it's that it's that little nugget just on top of what you're already getting. And and that's yeah. where I think the live chat, you know, conversational starter email all comes into its own, doesn't it? Well, that, that's sense. the next conversation I want to have about the demo store. And obviously, you know, the average order value is between £40 and £70. But like, and you'd think, well, do we want to start a lot of conversations in emails? And I think that I'll have to have a conversation with you and the team to work out how we can do that and how we can resource it. Because I think that that it's obvious that if we can give amazing customer service and start a lot more conversations with people on live chat and email, that will edge up our ROAS, maybe about by 30, 40%, which will then allow us to scale the spend. Mm. And, you know, it's like, it, it's kind of like those little 
those little wins, those little extras that we can just add that will allow us to scale. Yeah. And you know, you know, you know there's an assumption I'm, in there's an assumption in e-commerce that well there's the you know there's the product you know people 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 will buy it. You know and, yeah. and it's it's like you know we're realizing now that that e-commerce is far more than plonking a product on a page and expecting people to buy it. You know that's what it was, you know, 20 years ago. Because it Yeah, but you can also see yeah, you can also see like with the demo store, with the bedding, some people are buying the first orders. They're buying a small first order. They're checking us out, and then they're coming back and buying a really big order, yeah. aren't they? Well, people, people, you know? want, people want reassurance. They want trust and credibility. They, don't want, they want to reduce any you know, risk. They've never heard of you, mm. and you need to do everything you possibly can to get them. Because most of the time, we're, we're growing e-commerce businesses here. Most of the time, people will – You've got to stop them buying from somebody else. You know, yeah. That's what you're trying to do. You're going to yeah. try, you know, this customer is going to buy from somewhere. You're going to try and get them to buy from you. And mm -hmm. you need to use every trick you can. And I think it is. I think that's the biggest thing. It's flushing out those almost buyers. You know, if you're sitting on a conversion rate, 2 3%, 4%, it's, it's how many more could you have got, should you have got, if you'd had a mechanism yeah. to flush them out. It's also, it's also an advantage of a small company, what a small company can do. Like it's very easy for a small company to organize live chat because they only need like one agent or, or something like that. But if you go and, you know, if like John Lewis to go and offer like comprehensive live chat, they've got to go and get thousands of people mm. to do it. So, you know, you can offer such better customer service at the beginning. It's, um, a, it's, it's really a way of showing it off actually, isn't it? Well, I don't. I mean, do you know what? It's going to be really difficult for the business owners to do it themselves. But, you, but you, you know, I think a lot of the times, you know, small e-commerce businesses pride themselves on having, oh, we have an amazing customer service. You know, we really look yeah. after customers. But then, when you look at the e-commerce site, it doesn't say it. You know, it doesn't say it anywhere. No, but obviously, people will just yeah. assume. Of course, you take customer service is great. But I suppose, in a way, mm. the live chat is a way to really demonstrate that. Yeah. It? Yeah, you know, when people actually it do is, have it's a just, question. Yeah, yeah, and also you you get real time feedback, especially if you if you're starting traffic. For the first mm. time. Well, give it a go, um, eh? Give it a go, and see, see what, what you're happens. doing. Have a go, and um, you know if you need help trying to recruit people in the Philippines, we can help you um, with that as well. Um, if people want to do that, we we've done that a lot for people recently. So thank you very much. Cool. Okay, thanks, Mark. Thanks, everyone. All right. Cheers, Ian. Bye. Bye. See you next time. Bye.